you'd definitely be hopeful that your dad died, wouldn't you? That's a sentence I never thought I'd I say. Think, I him. think you genuinely would, Robin. Do you want the lifeboat or sarcastic friend? You take this one, Robbie. You take this one, Robbie. Sarcastic friend, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Your friend tells you that they've committed a crime. They explain that they are having trouble sleeping at night and feel you are the only one they can trust with their confession. A few days later, you read in the paper that someone has been arrested for the crime that your friend committed. Basically, what's happened is your door and your niece are dead. <laughs> what? Hey, it's, it's written terribly, this, but like the, the, your daughter... <laughs> you just break from the story. It just There's no drama there, but I can't bother with this, so they're dead. How is this in your head? <laughs> this is fucking mental. Not like that you just said, well, I've got one, and then this was all there already. It wasn't like a sort of I... a little bit. Why have you do this or this? <laughs> There's no better feeling than a personal win, and the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. This Friday, your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley! Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew. Ew. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello. I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going! Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Jackmate's Happy Hour. Hello, guys. Welcome back to Jackmate's Happy Hour. Series 5, Stevie White, Robbie Knox. It's a main show. Right? You sounded smashed. I feel like, you know, sometimes when you get drunk on heat. You ever done that? In this studio every week. It's like it's like a sunstroke type thing. I think you've also you, you vocalised previously to coming on how keen you are to be in the pub immediately at the end of this podcast. <laughs> so I think you're already feeling a bit drunk just probably not had any beer. Yeah, that is true. That is true. It's a hot it's a hot, hot day here in London town. It's not a town, it's a city. What have you been up to, Stevie? Anything you want to share with the podcast? This is a big platform, use it, utilize it. Um no. I was meant to do a careers day talk. Which is mental. I was asked to speak to students on a careers day. Yeah. And all I would have been able to say is, if you become friends with a YouTuber, you can do things too. Yeah. I was meant to do that today, but I had to cancel on them because of my career. Uh, I, was, yeah. I was dragged here instead. In a way, that's a great lesson, isn't it? Sorry, I can't give you a careers talk. I'm doing my career. Yeah, like work gets in the way of doing things for free. I like that you call this a career. That's <laughs> all I've got going for me. I've got this and streaming. Without you, I'm nothing. Mm. How are you, Robbie? I'm good. I'm, I'm moving to Norwich. That's my news. That's glorious. That's big news. That is huge news. I mean, news. you know this news. It's not, it's not, you can act surprised, but I mean, you know Oh this, my God! Do you, do you feel like it's your kind of home away from home sort of thing? It's going to be my home 
at home. Soon. Do you feel like Robbie's coming home? He's coming home. He's coming home. To Norwich. He's, he's coming. Robbie's coming home to Norwich. We, yeah. We, yeah, we lost faith. I love Norwich. I've, I've vocalised this. He's vocalised twice already, this podcast. Mm. I've mentioned already in the past that I like Norwich, and I'm very pleased to be moving to Norwich. Think of all the beers we're going to have in the murderers. Yep, those that'll be good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's going to be glorious, glorious times. We're pleased to have you in Norwich. Yes. We, been... will, we will welcome you in as one of our own. You were there years ago anyway. Yeah, yeah. Robbie, you lived in Norwich before I was born. But yeah, when were you no, born? What? <laughs> you're only you're 28. 93. Oh, no, I got there in 95. Did you? Oh, yeah. it was close. Actually close, yeah. Closer than you thought, yeah. Yeah. Norwich is ours more than yours then. Well, I've li- well, I think out of everyone in this room, I'm more Norwich. I've lived there my whole life. Yeah, I left. I went to Bristol for eight years. Yeah, so I'm King Norwich. But surely the fact that I wasn't born in Norwich and move and desire Norwich so much makes me love Norwich more because I'm like... You just don't know anything better. You don't know anything yeah. else out there in the no, world. I do. I've been I've seen the world. I've lived in Canada. That's true. And I'm going, no, Norwich is better. Have no. you been to every city in the UK in the space of ten days? Um no, no is the answer to that. So I've seen every city and I've distinguished that Norwich is my Okay, that's best. That's I went yeah, good. but I went to Bristol and went, I need to get back to Norwich. And you love Bristol. You know how good Bristol is. Yeah. And I still wanted to be back in Norwich. Norwich is great. Welcome back to a fine city, Mr. Knox. It's a pleasure to have you. Now, if anyone listened to our last car crash episode where we spoke about shagging, we said throughout it that we were going to do another Moral Dilemmas episode. We said it twice. This is one that uh, (laughs) is still said throughout (laughs) it, Stevie. Very pretentious. I I meant throughout the podcast, we at one point said it. Yeah, once in the middle and then at the end you went, oh yeah, remember we said that earlier? We are going to do that. Yep. And that's what we're going to do. We did it before. We answered the kind of like, we, we, we threw up like an array of different scenarios and situations and we say how we would deal and react in those situations. You know how we like rehash episodes occasionally? Yeah. Uh, how much do you think we could get away with doing an episode really similar to the previous one? So say, like this one. Can you remember the last Dilemmas one? Can you think of many of the Dilemmas? No. Imagine we did all the same Dilemmas again. How long do you think it would take for someone to go... I'm pretty sure they've done all these already. Yeah, they'd be fuming. I'm not sure we'd notice. No. no. <laughs> yeah, we wouldn't. We speak a lot of shit in this room. I'm now worried that the ones you're going to say are ones we've already done. Well, I thought uh, this this time, I, I think I made up the dilemmas last time. This time I'm getting them from a website called icebreakerideas.com forward slash moral dash dilemma dash questions forward slash. I like that after two and a half years of happy hour, we're using a website for icebreakers to try yeah. and get the conversation what is this going. Website? I want to know more about the website. It's a website for if you want to talk to someone, you don't have to speak. Yeah, it's kind learn. of like if you're going on a date and you don't know what to say, go to icebreakers.com and I'll give you a whole list of things. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Nice to meet you. I've got more dilemma for you. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't an ad. Yeah. It's called Icebreakers for fun icebreakers for success icebreakers for growth i'm intrigued by quite a lot of that actually people all over the world are using icebreakers to get the success and growth they want out of life okay yeah that's what we're doing i thought what we'd do is i would give you a list uh i'll give you some of the titles and you say whether you want it or not how many are there 28 okay but we're not going to do 28 Okay. This is, these are often good sort of discussion points because people that are sort of driving around, listening to the podcast, commuting, doing whatever they're doing on a run, they can think what they would do as well. Maybe two of them are listening together and they can have their own little side chat. Yeah. They can pause it. Don't maybe, miss anything. maybe they're all having a party. 
They're all in a house. Yeah. Just got us on a little sort of nineteen forties stereo yeah. in the corner. Maybe they're at a maybe they're a nightclub and they've been like dancing away to to insomniac by faithless. Yeah, or, <laughs> or very a, or superstitious. Or, or superstitious. Oh, they're answering a song and then the DJ just drops the entire episode of Happy Hour. Imagine the scene. The, the floor is absolutely gone off. If there's any absolutely DJ out there that would risk that, let us know and we'll come yeah. down. But you I, can't just do a bit, you've got to drop an entire episode and then go back to playing it. Oh, I, I would love them. to hear a happy hour remix song because they can use our they can use the do 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 and they can use quotes from us mm. and then bring it into like a song like marshmallow yeah if you are going to do that if you are going to remix a podcast into a drum and bass tune can can I request the sexual um <laughs> noises no 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 the fan fiction one yeah because yeah. there's a lot of guinea pig fucking in there yeah you can use any clip so you can use anything where like wolf never goes hungry that could be in there yeah have you seen my baby have you seen my baby and possibly if jack's ever said anything funny that could go in there as well yeah yeah <laughs> if anything it's, it's a smorgasbord for my quotes you, you can you, <laughs> smorgasbord. yeah, you can, yeah. There's, there's too much to choose from okay yeah Let's do some moral dilemmas. Yeah, give us a title. Uh, I'll give you a jingle if you want. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's going to lift us. Oh, what's right or wrong? Oh, hang on. Right. The word song rhymes there. Here's a song about what's right or wrong. Doesn't matter about the weather. Here's some moral dilemmas. I don't think any of those bits rhymed. There's some words that could have rhymed if they were in the right places. Yeah, I lost faith. I lost faith. We've got Chris Turner coming up next week, who's a who's a who's a boy. <laughs> <laughs> He's a comedian who can uh, do funny raps based improv on freestyle on the spot. Rap. So, so we'll get him to do one. Uh, we won't. Right? Do you want an office theft? I've got. Can I do a jingle? Yeah. Yes. Is your name Dave? Is your name Steve? Maybe you're called Emma. Well, you'll really enjoy this moral dilemma. Yeah. Good. I just thought something rhymed with dilemma. Good. Dilemma. Emma. dilemma Emma. Emma. Yeah, it's good. You're, it's a bit you pitiful. Just, you could have gone, help me with my dilemma. Emma, Emma, Emma A, A, A. Here are some moral dilemmas. Emma's, Emma's, A, A, A. Oh my god, now we've given these DJs some real stuff to remix. Real good. Yep. Okay. Dancing in the dilemma. What? <laughs> yeah, no, that was good. Yeah, keep going though. Everybody's choosing right from wrong. It's such a moral dilemma. <laughs> <laughs> I like Robbie's little dance. Yeah, yeah I really got into so it. I was, I was like, I was on a, an Ibiza. <laughs> oh, okay. Should we get into it? Mm. Do you want Midnight Death? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, open with that. Why don't you? <laughs> Wow! There's no way we were going to say no yeah. to that. <laughs> this is incredible. Do you want midnight death? Okay, right. I imagine this is going to be a fairly morbid, spooky one. So, Katie, uh, I'm I'm enjoying the spooky bed you've put behind this. Oh, so good. Oh my god! Did you hear the crows calling? Oh, oh, that was good. Oh, yeah. like is that, that a door creak? I think oh I just heard a door god. creak. Oh. Is, is this yeah. a start of thriller? <laughs> <laughs> what type of bird was that you heard? Do you think it was a condor? Oh. Very specific. Very specific, but not that common bird. Oh. Is that the lion? bird there <laughs> yeah it is doing the sound of a drill Ooh. see it's hard to it's hard to think but when you hear this that is actually not a drill that's the lyre bird imitating a drill that's which is actually quite sad because it is david attenborough did a documentary on it and it's a chainsaw that it can do yeah. and it replicates the sounds that you hear around them oh yeah and that, that's quite weird because it wasn't a door creak it was actually just a woodpecker oh. really going for it good luck what's good. that there 
Katie just sing a little song and put it in as well. Did Katie sing Jingle Bells? She sang Jingle Bells for us and put it in. That's brilliant. <laughs> Katie's um, Katie's having a holiday soon, having a week off. So we thought, really, give her some work to do yeah. before she goes. <laughs> she said she's taking off your pin day shirt. Probably. Ah, <laughs> oh, she's topless. <laughs> lads, lads, lads. Right, midnight death. What? What? We were going, lads, lads, lads. Like, to, to the listener there, it probably felt like there was just a sudden cut, but to yeah. us it was just like, lads, lads. Midnight death. Yeah. You've made it sound like Katie's had a really bad edit without her actually editing the podcast. <laughs> we could start doing that. Yeah. yeah. We could start to work years to be... Katie's <laughs> <laughs> got shit at this. Right, hang on. Um, midnight death. You have worked years to be successful in your... Katie, why did you just cut that? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this is so incoherent to anyone listening. Okay, let's actually do the episode. Katie yeah. has not cut any of that. That's just our improvisational skills. You I mean, she s- might have cut all of it. <laughs> yeah, it's a yeah. Midnight death. You have worked years. <laughs> Sorry, what? I've just thought of the fact that when we started just saying all those sounds and stuff, Katie literally could have just gone cut that and midnight death. <laughs> yeah, I know. Not a single part of what we just did was any I know. point. We fucked it. Shall I? Do you want me to do this now? Yeah. <laughs> Katie, make sure you put the sounds in the background. Yeah. Midnight death. You have worked years to be successful in your father's business. You felt you were obligated to take over as he had worked his whole life to build the business left to him by his father. However, the large businesses in town have seriously cut into profits and for several years, you and your family have only just managed to scrape by. Your father's health has declined and he has been hospitalised very much on his last legs. He has a substantial life insurance policy that that expires at midnight. If he dies before midnight, I'm so in. If he dies before midnight, you will inherit enough money to pursue the career you have always dreamed of and provide for your family generations to come. Do you? Do you want the options? Yep. Yeah. Do you A, pinch the (laughs) oxygen... Pinch the octopus. (laughs) Do you A, pinch the oxygen line, making it possible for your dad to die... Or sm- and sm- or you can just sm- there's two options in one air or smother him with a pillow right yeah. just do you kill your dad yeah tell your dad the problem and let him suggest the solution and go by what he says or do nothing as you cannot live with knowing that you terminated your dad's life early I'm probably not going to kill anyone <laughs> <laughs> I, just... I thought it was going to go more down the route of oh do you, like he asked thinking are you do would you prefer that he just died now. Okay, so let's twist it up a bit. Let's say that he's on his last legs. He, he he's absolutely riddled with with cancer, and 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 he <laughs> that's not a very nice. <laughs> absolutely <way to> riddled. <laughs> and he's going on Tuesday. Yeah, it's Saturday now. The doctor's saying that he's got forty eight to seventy two hours max. Yeah, he's in a bit of pain as well. Throw that yeah. in. The life insurance runs out at the weekend. Are you just going to go? Look? Yeah, and let's say you get twenty mil. What I'm saying is I would do this. <laughs> how can I say I'm going to kill my dad without you all judging me? How, how does life insurance work to have an end date like that when he's about well, you to die? Do, I think you do do it for a set period of time, I think. So you're just, just like... It's unlucky. Pay, that this can you just pay now. a little bit more? 
keep it nah, going. No, because once they're ill, no, no insurer is going to take yeah, that Yeah, you can't go, can I give you another couple of quid so you give me 20 million pounds tomorrow? Yeah. No, probably not, mate. No. <laughs> yeah, they do anything yeah. they can to get out of it, the little slugs. Yeah, you'd definitely be hopeful that your dad died, wouldn't you? That's a sentence I never thought I'd I say. Think, I think you genuinely would, Robbie. I think you're already resigned yeah. to the fact he's gone. What's, what's on Monday, Tuesday? Happy days. Thursday, <laughs> <laughs> Thursday, Dad's dead. <laughs> the weekend comes, 20 million. Hey. Let's go down to murderers. <laughs> I'm buying a home. <laughs> Bye. It doesn't fit with the rhythm. Uh, right. <laughs> Um, I'm killing my dad. I'm not killing my dad. Yeah, you are. No, I'm not doing the murder. I think you're. it's going to bring with it its own problems if you kill someone. Yeah, what if you get found? I think you're going to feel a bit guilty. If they're dying anyway, I, no. No. What if they asked you to do it? What if they said, oh, That's still illegal, isn't it? Okay, so let me let me bring the mood down a little bit here, right? Because um, this is actually a genuine genuine moral dilemma, right? When my granddad was ill in hospital and he, and he had cancer, right? He This is the one where we never really found out what the right and wrong was here because he, he had cancer and we, we knew, the doctor had told us that he didn't have long to live and it was very much on his last legs. And then he asked all of us, me and my dad and my sister, to go out of the room so he could talk to my granddad, right? So we left the room. He spoke to him. When we came back in, my granddad, because sorry, because at this point, my granddad didn't know that how long he had left or really what the issue was, right? And and th- and it, my granddad said, oh, he said that um, I, I'll get better if I take this medication or something like that. So we were thinking, has the doctor told him that to protect him? Or is as uh, as he told him the truth? And, and he's, he's saying that to protect yeah. us. So was it was it right for us to go, well, that's not true. You've only got a few days. Or was it, do you, know, do you know what I mean? It's like you don't really know where to go in that situation. So let's mould that a little bit. Is it morally right to tell someone if, if say, let's say, because I believe the doctor did tell him and he was trying to protect us because that's yeah. the doctor's job, isn't it? But let's say the doctor hadn't told him to protect him. Would it be morally right for us to tell him or just go along with, nah, it's all going to be fine? I don't think I think the doctor would have told him. Yeah, the I truth. do. I do. Yeah, yeah. So, so is it? But let's 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 just say he he hadn't. Let's just say he yeah. Hadn't. Well, well, is it morally right to tell someone in that situation? I think it probably is. Yeah, what? I think you just have to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Really? Well, I guess oh, it's hard. Would you want to know you're going to die in a couple of days? Not really. But what well, if you're I getting hopeful that be... you're going to live? Then again, you, you just die. You, you can't go. Wow, this medicine that's going to kick in soon is really not pleasant Something, you know I mean? it's yeah. a bit like I'm dying but <laughs> yeah. I won't bother phoning my family no you might want to say goodbye to people and stuff like that I guess yeah that is true yeah morally right to tell them then yeah fair enough so um, in this case are we killing dad I'm not killing dad no I'm not killing sounds like he's got a good business going anyway no 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 I, I, I switched up and I you're getting 20 million or you're struggling yeah. Oh, you got a struggle. Um, I'd, I'd rather struggle than kill my dad it's what two days early I'll just hope he dies quick like because what if they fight? Because insurance claims are a ball ache anyway, aren't they? What if they see, oh, the 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 cable looks like it's been pinched there? Then uh, you, then you're in a whole other. They wouldn't see it. I'd do it loosely, like you know when sometimes you do that with a straw, and then you can get it back round again. Oh, so you're you're just you're just, minimizing just little, the amount of yeah. oxygen going through, but you're not yeah. taking it all the way, yeah. but enough for them to suffocate. Or, or, or pillow. Maybe, maybe there's a middle ground where an accident happens, like oh, an accident, like you're walking along, like you put your leg around it, you walk off and accidentally pull. Yeah, something out. So, oh God, I didn't know. Oh God, I've fallen over, and then you sort of 
No, she's coming and you think, well, come on, take your time, don't yeah. rush. <laughs> oh, they've got you in time. Fifth time today, you've accidentally pulled out yeah. a slash sport machine. Yeah. I think what I'd do actually is I'd get my, I'd call my sister up and go, look, you need to come up here. Like this, He's in a bad way. She'd come up and then I'd say, oh, um, the bed keeps vibrating like, and it keeps hurting his back and that. Like, We need to sort, sort that out, take it off that mode. And then I should say, how's that? And I'd say, see that plug there, just pull that out. Uh, but it would actually be the life support machine that she's pulling yeah. out. So she'd pull it out, she'd kill dad. So I wouldn't have the guilt of having killed my dad. How would the insurance work with that? Don't know. We'd plug it back in after and go, well, don't happen there. Don't know what happened there. Um, I'd take that middle option. Norwich Union. I'd take, the, I'd take the middle option and say that I'd speak to my dad about it and see what he says. Yeah. On the subject of um, sport machines, I once spoke to a cameraman who'd been to film Stephen Hawking, remember this, the size wow. um, before, ages yeah. ago. And he said apparently Stephen Hawking, um, he went there and he, he, was, he was in there, they're going to do this interview and all this, he was setting everything up. And he went and unplugged unplug something to put a light in and Stephen Hawking started going <laughs> like that and it was going oh my god, oh my god. and Stephen Hawking goes Aah. and apparently it's like a gag he does whenever anyone unplugs something really he used to, Stephen Hawking used to pretend to die wow as, as that's really friend. good it's good light isn't it yeah, yeah that is he was really pleased with himself after he'd done it ah, I got you yeah <laughs> <laughs> that is good yeah. yeah I think now my answer if I get my sister to kill my dad on my behalf is pretty morbid so yeah. I'd just do it yeah I wouldn't I'm not, no. There we go. Jack's a murderer. I think you're lying. I wouldn't. For I wouldn't the sake of two to. days, 20 mil. Yeah, I, I don't yeah, think I, I think there's though. a lot of mental torment that follows that. I think though. I'd do it if my dad had a year left. <laughs> <laughs> what if he's not ill? Right. Do you want get rich? Or yeah. Do you want get rich or telling a secret? Telling a secret. We've just done a money one. Let's do a okay. secret one. Oh, it's quite mysterious music. Um, <laughs> your, your friend tells you that they've committed a crime. Oh, I like the whisper sounds. Oh, they explain that, what you're up to tomorrow, then, Stevie. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, we're making this a nightmare for you, Katie. Sorry. Uh, right, telling a secret. Your friend tells you that they've committed a crime. They explain that they are having trouble sleeping at night and feel you are the only one they can trust with their confession. A few days later, you read in the paper that someone has been arrested for the crime that your friend committed. That's the only detail they go into. So I'll say they got in a bar fight and they accidentally stabbed someone. <laughs> Accidentally stabbed. Yeah, like they picked up a stool. Yeah, went to like throw it at the person, but one of the legs came off and impaled him in the okay. in the gut. Okay. Um, do you go to the police and tell them everything you know? Do you encourage your friend to confess and warn him that if he does not do that, you will then tell? Or do you say nothing because it will betray your friends and it will betray your friend and knock their confidence? Knock <laughs> <laughs> their confidence. <laughs> He's not got the spring in his step he has because I mentioned that he murdered someone. I feel really bad for what I've done. Oh. Yeah. Next time he throws a stool, he's going to do it all yeah, half fast. Yeah. Oh, really he's fun. just really lost a bit of his. He's really lost a bit of his spirit in bar fights these days. The Timo Werner of bar fights. Yeah, heads down, isn't he? He just can't can't get into it. I mean, he's beaten that bloke to death, but he didn't really. His heart wasn't in it. <laughs> 
<laughs> really off form. <laughs> yeah. Right, okay. Um, what are you doing, Stevie? Um, say it's me. They say I come to you and go, look, mate, I'll stab someone with a bar stool. I would... I, I wouldn't say anything. I'd just pretend I knew nothing. And really? if you eventually got caught, that was not on me, is it? But hopefully you don't. But then what about if the person that got arrested was like Alfie? Well, that's different, isn't it? That's nope. someone you know. No, I'm basically saying, who do you who do you like more, me or Alfie? Well, I get money through you. Oh, so wow. I, so I can see why this is going. He's he's thinking in the back of my mind, this is my. I've, I've, <laughs> I've turned the back on optician here. I can't go back. Yeah, imagine, imagine I that. My bridge is there. I, I quit my job as a not optician, and then Jack goes and murders someone. Yeah, very selfish of you, if anything. I might just get myself cancelled. I might become a nonce. I worry about. <laughs> <laughs> I worry about that every time Jack tweets. I go, for fuck's sake, he's going to get himself cancelled, and then I'm done. Do you? Yeah, well, shit, you tweet. What think you'd be all right now? You got your sort of you got your guild thing. Nah, you I still need Jack a bit for now. Wow, <laughs> what you can't do this? I think if you got cancelled, I feel like the show would crumble. Yeah, probably. Not, no, not without you, just because your name's attached to it. Yeah. Well, good luck. I use Surfshark VPN. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if that's a genuine ad freak. <laughs> <laughs> just cut into it. <laughs> oh dear. No, we've all got jokes here, haven't we? Oh, yeah. And we're all like, nah, not what? going. What would you do, Robbie? I've literally forgot what we're talking about. Uh, oh, murder. Yeah. Murder. Jack murder someone. Um, if, is it someone I don't know? Just murdered a random person? Yeah. I'd probably just keep my head down, I think. <laughs> don't think I'd mention it. Yeah, I would. I'd shut the fuck up. Yeah, just leave it at that. Yeah. Is what it is. Sorry, yep. sorry, mate, you've gone to prison. Yeah. What if you then found out this person was like an absolute ledge that you killed? Would it make any difference? Well, if they weren't or... a part of my life, they can be a legend and I don't know them, it don't matter. Okay, no. we'll move on. McCoyston killed? Because Annie McCoyston's oh, great. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, you need... Stop... I'd, 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 I'd turn Jack in if he killed Would you? Would it depend yeah. on who it was? Yeah. Be revenge for all those Scotland toys. <laughs> 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 the best revenge. Now, the rest of the uh, dilemmas, I've just scrolled down on this website and realised they don't actually have outcomes, so we can just talk about our own outcomes. Okay. Don't have options. Do you want the lifeboat or sarcastic friend? You take this one, Robbie. Mm, you take this one, Robbie. That's sarcastic friend, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Your friend has a great sense of humour. Thank you. Oh, he's, he's your sarcastic. Friend. He's a friend. Uh, this... <laughs> Uh, your friend has... Have you written this one, Stevie? <laughs> well, I don't know what's coming. By the way, I've not faked this. This is a genuine one. Uh, your friend has a great sense of humour. However, sometimes his jokes involve making fun of others in appropriate ways. Inappropriate ways. He will point out a physical flaw or look for something odd or different about a person and make an unkind comment. You feel uncomfortable when your friend does this. Do you just say something or just laugh along with him? <laughs> well, I tend to Two and just... Half, two and a half is years. That, is that, has anyone made this up? It's just a genuine it's thing. Just Genuine on the website, yeah. Genuinely on, oh, yeah. on this, yeah. I, I tend to just laugh along, but um, only because I'm paid to. Right. Okay. Not near enough. I don't take the, the piss jokes. out of people's appearance. Me? I don't do that. No. I don't think you have often. No. Nope. Often? Oh. Occasionally, I reckon you do. Yeah, one if it's a good line. <laughs> yeah, that's my play on. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think you just have to. I, no, I think we'd call each other out if it was if too far. Yeah, if it's too far. But then there's a yeah, there's a level of things with like dark humor and stuff that we we know. We've always said we know where the line is. Yeah, that we wouldn't cross. But if it's to someone else, mm. if you said something bad, like if you saw like a small child crying on TV and you I said called her a Nazi slag, yeah, yeah <laughs> I, I would definitely be like, "What the fuck are you doing, Jack?" Yeah, and I wouldn't do that. 
That's no, why exactly. I haven't done that. Exactly. We can make that joke. I haven't done yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that's, that exactly. That's why we can make that joke. Yeah. Um, Robbie? Okay. Should we move on? Well, Robbie hasn't answered that one. I can't even remember what it was again. Well, no. he does it every week. Yeah. If your friends okay. make a nasty joke, do you just laugh a lot? I think it's context. It depends. It depends. If you're offended, if you're actually upset, mention it. If not, get your head down. No, but if, if he's making the nasty jokes about someone else rather than about you. If I go, call that person's fat, isn't they? I think if you were talking about, not that example, if you were talking like about if, if I thought that Stevie was upset by something you were doing, I'd probably say, I think Stevie was upset by that. Yeah. I reckon probably. Yeah. Okay. Um, I like that you instantly fall into the victim category of that. Oh, well, scenario. I don't think I had a fucking choice there, did I? No. Nope. Even I was like the other person in the room. I was yeah. Throughout yeah. the whole part of that, all I had in my head was going, oh, we all hate Stevie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the next <laughs> one's going to be, your friend has made an offensive song to Blinding Lights <laughs> for the weekend. Hit and run. Late one night, you are driving home in a bad rainstorm. A drunk reels out in front of your car and you try to stop but you hit him. Nobody sees you. The guy looks... This is a bit weird. The guy looks and smells as if he is homeless. You check to see how badly he is hurt and realise he is dead. <laughs> He's pretty hurt, then. You've never even had a speeding ticket and you are an upright professional. Pardon me. <laughs> perfect. Yeah. Perfect timing. <laughs> Did I tell you about the clip real quick about when we had um, Balland on the OCD guy? No. Tom Norris was ed- editing it, and <laughs> there's this perfect clip where he goes, "Yeah, people with OCD they they they, they struggle to um, keep on the same attention track. They struggle to listen, and it cuts back to me, and I'm fiddling with a chair. And I go, oh yeah, yeah. It's just not listening at all. <laughs> it's perfect. But yeah, so you this homeless guy. He's dead. He smells dead. Um, <laughs> oh, no, he smells, smell? so, he smell smells homeless. How so could you describe the smell of death to us? Uh, it's sad. Just like bacon when you leave it out for too long. Okay, I've never done that, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you never had a speeding ticket. You're an upright professional with a family and are well known and respected in your community. Do you make a report anonymously? Do you confess your crime? Or do you drive on home and forget about it, knowing no one is going to pursue the death of a homeless man? It didn't sound like a crime, did you? It was an accident. Nah, that he was driving. Oh, yeah, late one night you're driving home in a bad rainstorm. Yeah, let's say you've had a bit to drink. Oh, we've <laughs> added that on. <laughs> I don't think I'd do that in the first place. I don't, well, I definitely wouldn't do that. Um, None of us here would drink drive. I genuinely yeah. have never done that in my life. Really bad if I did. I don't even have a license. Yeah, you'd be fucked. You'd kill yeah. the homeless community. So maybe this is one for Stevie because he's been driving home in a rainstorm. Yeah, but he's not got a driving license. So that's, yeah, yeah, okay. You're not drunk, but you've, you've got no license. Um, I'd have to do it anonymously, wouldn't I? What and say he's dead, but not say it's you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, it's either fuck my own life mm. or oh, I don't know. I think I think it's it would worse. be, be, I think be better off just to ignore it than to phone up. Oh, yeah. yeah, I reckon. What about if you say, I was the next car past, I've seen him on the floor? I reckon they've probably got ways of having a look at the DNA and seeing, oh, weird, because weird, you've got a bit of brain <laughs> in front of your car. Yeah, that's true. Like, yeah. I hit a deer and they were like, in my car, and there were lots of deer hair all over the... What was there? Stuck in the, where it cracked the windscreen and there's deer there, yeah. Wow. So I reckon a homeless guy is going to get it a cra- bit of homeless guy now. Did it crack the windscreen? Did it quite a bit, not the windscreen, sorry, the, I mean the number plate at the front. Oh, right. Yeah. We quite hit, a lot of deer in the car, yeah. We hit a badger the other day. Yeah. It was the first time we've ever hit like anything like that. It's quite intense. I'd it's say. Traumatic, isn't it? Yeah. Fighting you, a deer, mate. 
the deer just ran out and it hit the car in front and sort of bounced off it and then just sort of basically bounced into our car. Did it go under your car? It just sort of went off to the side a bit, I think. Yeah. Oh God, dead. Okay. I was on a, I was on a dual carriage, so I couldn't really stop, but yeah. I don't think it was in a great situation. Seems quite a lot of it was in the front of my car. Yeah. yeah. True. True. Okay then. Um so you're not reporting it, you're just cracking on. It's hard, isn't it? Because you'd definitely be fucked up mentally after something oh, that, that's the whole point of these they are moral dilemmas and they're not meant to be easy mm-hmm. um yeah i i'd report oh would i would maybe i'd stick with robbie there and just ignore and just hope because all, all you're gonna do by reporting it is give yourself a slightly shorter sentence yeah but you're still going to prison aren't you you'd have to just tear yourself some mental gymnastics a bit where you go wow this is the best thing I could do really for my kids because I'll be around for them rather than being in prison they one day have to get through that I'm being a good guy really yeah even though I just killed a homeless dude yeah I'm not doing it for me I'm doing it for them yeah yeah, fair enough I think you just can't convince yourself that so we've all admitted that we'd do the wrong thing there really to yeah for ourselves but there you go um, oh, it's one of those that you, not, you can't truly answer until you're in the situation but I think a lot of people if they were being honest with themselves would try and protect themselves it's true it's true yep okay Oh, this one's interesting. The unfaithful friend. You go out with your husband for dinner at a new restaurant you have not frequented before. Can't wait to go out with him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah, it's specifically written for women. All right, we're out, we're out with our ladies. You know what I mean? Yeah, lads, 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 lads. We're out with our big birds. Is <laughs> uh, yeah. a part of town you rarely visit. You are shocked to see that your friend is there. Sorry, no, you're, you're there. You're, when you're there, you see your friend's <laughs> spouse. Okay. okay. Um, having dinner with a very young, attractive person. From the way they are behaving, it is obvious that they are more than friends. The couple finish their meal and leave without seeing you. They behave very affectionately on the way out of the door. Do you tell your friend, knowing that they might not believe you, and that it may ruin your friendship? Or do you say nothing about it, seeing as the couple is none of your business, they may even just have an open relationship? I'd tell them. Tell them. Yeah. Yeah, they tell them. And if, if they decide they don't want to be friends with you, then they're probably dicks anyway. Do you know what I mean? And then you're, you're just being a, honest. Just bend them off then after yeah. that. But then yeah. ask, ask the girl out. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough, player. Fair enough. Difficult choice. You and your family love the beach. <laughs> this is a moral dilemma and they've called it difficult choice. <laughs> the others are all like absolutely obvious pieces of fish choices. <laughs> what are you going to call this one? I just call it moral dilemma. <laughs> <laughs> a difficult choice. You and your family love the beach and decide to spend a weekend at an isolated beach cabin. Your teenage daughter often gets bored on your getaways, so you make plans to take your niece along too. As soon as you arrive, a storm is looming on the horizon, but the girls are already playing in the in the sea. You beckon them to come back, but your daughter refuses. They are so excited they do not pay any attention. You do you do not realise until a bit later on, but you you're basically what's happened is your daughter and your niece are dead. Right? <laughs> what? Like, you, it's it's written terribly this, but like the, the your daughter <laughs> the way you just break from the story and just there's no drama there, but I can't bother to read this so they're dead. So, so what's the moral dilemma? I, I I'm gonna guess the moral dilemma. The moral dilemma is do you admit that you saw them in the the seat and couldn't be asked to go and get them. <laughs> yeah. uh, you're that rubbish and lazy parent that you couldn't be bothered to save your kids from death. Hold on, have they actually died already just swimming? No, they've died. Uh, what? So you've seen them, you said come in, they've gone no, and you're like, oh well, I'll leave them to die in the water. 
<laughs> and then you get there and, um, and your brother's that- like, I oh, mate, they just died then. Did you not try to get them out? <laughs> and you go, well, yeah. You go, yeah, I tried, but they didn't come out, so I just ignored it and they died. Yeah. Or do you go, nah, mate, just ignored them when there was a storm anyway. Either way, you're not coming out of this parent of the year. <laughs> yeah, you fucked up the wall, didn't you? Pissed out of the wall. Uh, so the daughter, your daughter's gone, no, dad, fuck you. And the other niece has gone, okay, I'll come back. Started swimming and the girls pulled her back and said, you're swimming with me, bitch. And then they've both died. Do you? Do you? I thought there was going to be some option to save no, one of them. No, yeah, that's what I thought as well. Um, no, I'm just sitting there sipping for a tea from my world's greatest dad, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I've got. Um, I think... I think you probably you keep quiet that you were that shit to parent that you know your the kids die. I don't think it's going to bring the kids back, and it's not going to help. Yeah, I mean either way, you're not coming as well. Like, why don't you go and get a mate when there was a mental storm coming? Yeah, fair enough. I went in a charity shop yesterday, and it had, <laughs> it had there were four world's best dads dad mugs in yeah. there and I was just thinking either dads really hate that as a present or the kids really regretted giving it to him and also how can there be four because there's actually there's only one maybe, maybe that's why they gave them back because they thought I don't deserve this <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do not deserve this I've just let my daughter and my niece die <laughs> yeah. yeah I've got a Wells best my kids gave me a Wells best um Dad mug, which I found surprising because I spent most of the time ignoring them playing PlayStation, but apparently, <laughs> apparently I've won. Is, yeah. it, is it a good feeling when you get that, or is it a bit of a piss take? Is it patronising? No, I quite like it. Do you? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I'm, I'm genuinely not sure if they believe it. I think they just, the school has a thing where you can take in like a pound and buy something. Yeah, oh, you, right. you don't get any mugs that go like, you're an all right dad. No, but you? that'd be good. I think there's a gap in the market for that. Yeah. Like a moon pig type thing. You're an all right dad. You're slightly above average because you didn't leave my mum to fend yeah. for herself when we were younger, dad. You're, you're a great <laughs> You're a great dad every other weekend when I'm allowed to see you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The sad, lonely one-hour trips to KFC bi- bi-weekly is um, really, quite sad. But really nice. Thanks for the hot wings, dad. It's yeah. quite a lot to fit in a mug. But it yeah. is, but big mug. Right, how about this one? Hold on, we, have we not done anything with that one? Oh, you just wouldn't say, would They're you? They're dead, aren't you, they? You keep quiet, but you're yeah. already a shit parent. You really would not say. I like the... Uh, so, so far, my favourite one is the Midnight Death. So we, we've the first really, one, then. It's been yeah. shit since then. Right, what about I, this? I've enjoyed it, this episode. Right, so there's, there's, there's two lads, right? I'm going to give him... Hold give on, him, are you making this one up? Yeah, I'm making it up. Brilliant. Right, let's see where this goes. He's going off piece and I'm scared. I like it. Two lads, Ryan and Jamie. They're both great friends and then... One day, they go to the park and they get started on by a group of older lads. By the way, these lads are probably about 17, the older lads are about 20. Are we Ryan or Jamie or are we just other people in this story? You're, 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 uh, yeah, you will be one of these at one point, but I'll tell you which one you are in a minute. Okay. You're both the same one, obviously. Right, so Ryan and Jamie, they get started on by these group of lads. There's probably about 10 of these lads. Fight and bang, 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 bang. One of the boys, Ryan, let's say, he's he's the naughty one, yeah, he punches this guy, goes down, the, the guy's got brain damage now, right, so it's really bad, Like, and it will never be the same again. So Ryan and Jamie get taken to court. They get an option. This is quite a long one, so bear with me. They get an option. Do you want to go to prison, or do you want to go serve in the army? 
because it's like a rehabilitation thing. Like you have to do three, three years. Why are you smiling, Robert? Because <laughs> it's just such a bizarre situation. Is There's that so much good? more to come. Okay, good. <laughs> have you, have you, are you making this up as you go along? No, I've got a rough idea. I'm really enjoying this. <laughs> so they're, they're like, do you want to go to the army? And they're both shit scared because they're not really fighters. It was just an unlucky punch. They end up going to the army. Whilst on the army, um, they're both... They're both oh, yeah, whilst in the army, they're both... Um, on the front line, they're, they say they're in Iraq or something, they're on the front line, and they're on a tour, and there's like they're getting shot at by the terrorists. So one of them, Je- uh, Ryan again, they're like, they're like the, the sergeant's like, stand up and shoot back, stand up and shoot back, and he doesn't do it. He bottles it, and he cowers, and he cries. Yeah. So they make him the camp bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> This story's amazing. I wish this was on there. Please write and submit it. Right, they make him the camp. Bi- they, they make him the camp bitch. Yeah? What does a camp bitch do? <laughs> Don't. Right, so the camp bitch. They, they're not allowed. He's not allowed to eat with the rest of the crew. Like, right. or, or uh, because it could, the, the the sergeant basically says, because you didn't fire back, you di- you weren't part of the team. You put your friends' lives at risks by not doing that. You're you're a pussy. You're a bitch. So we're going to treat you like. <laughs> What else do they say to him? <laughs> say you're a little cunt, like all that. Are you following this, Stevie? Yeah, Stevie, right. you're also there. What do you say to him? <laughs> but but oh, right. Yeah, so yeah. so okay. then the sergeant goes to to Jamie, the one who's his best mate, been yeah. with him for everything. I want you to spit in his face, yeah, because he's the bitch. So Jamie has to do it because otherwise he becomes the bitch, yeah. <laughs> Are you confusing the army in prison? No, no, this is this happens, right? So, so like, <laughs> it does happen. So, so Ryan, served, so R- Ryan cle- cleans all the dorms and that, and then Jamie comes in. And he's been told to fr- chuck the bucket of shit on the floor. <laughs> the bucket, of shit, the famous bucket of shit that every army goes carries around to throw in their bitch. Wait. wait. Please. <laughs> then, then, then they go out on a second patrol, right? And this is Ryan's time to. But he's been treated like hell. Yeah, he's hating it there. Like he's been treated like shit. They go out on a second patrol. <laughs> right, they're getting shot at by the terrorists. The sergeant's like, shoot back, Ryan, shoot back. Jamie's there, giving it all the big ones with a gun. But man, bang, shoot him back. Ryan's not doing it. He's quivering. He's shaking. He can't physically do it. So he doesn't do it again. They get back. His life's made terrible for two weeks. And then, um, he co- like, people are pissing, <laughs> pissing on his bed. <laughs> pissing on his bed? What other things are they doing? <laughs> they're putting, like, they're, they're, like, shitting in his food. <laughs> <laughs> are they doing it in advance or while he's eating? <laughs> he's eating it. They're just crouching well, yeah, on the table, yeah. shitting on his plate. Yeah, he's doing that, right? <laughs> And then Ryan one night goes, oh, I'm going to kill the sergeant. <laughs> He's like... <laughs> Wait, how is this in your head? <laughs> this is fucking mental. I like that you just said, well, I've got one. And then this was all there already. It wasn't like a sort of Wait. a little bit. Why have you do this or this? <laughs> so Ryan says one night, I'm going to kill the sergeant. I've got a gun. I'm going to kill him because he's making my life hell. But instead he goes out one night onto the to the planks of where they are and, and the planks <laughs> of where they are 
are. What does that mean? Are they on a ship? Are they, are they in a boat or are they, are they a... pirates? No, they're in a camp, but he goes out near like the toilets and that, near the bucket well, of shit. Well, they've got shit. some nice decking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he shoots himself in the head, right? Because he can't live being a camp bitch anymore, right? So they fly him back home in, in, the, in the coffin and they fly him back and they say... The sergeant says to Jamie, he says, right, we're going to say he's a war hero and he died in battle because if he if he finds out that he killed himself because we made him the camp bitch, it's going to make the whole segment look bad and also... Segment. Uh, <laughs> the segment of regiment. Army. Regiment yeah. looked bad. And his dad, Ryan's dad, by the way, was an old army vet as well. So he was really, he was really proud. <laughs> it was- <laughs> By the way, I also, I forgot to mention, they're both dogs. Uh- <laughs> Wait, right. so he comes back, he's got, he's got, um, his, his coffin's on the table, Jamie's there, <laughs> like that. <laughs> the table? There it is. Is it a coffee table or the dining table? <laughs> Any table. <laughs> and his coffin's there, and his dad comes in, and he's a war veteran, and they're all round looking at his, looking at his coffin, and they're all, <laughs> they're all crying, and all the family walk out, but the dad stays there. And he looks at Jamie and he goes, look, did they make him camp bitch? <laughs> <laughs> he knows! He's like, so I went in the army. I know, I know what they do. Do you say, yeah, they did, and his life was hell and he killed himself? Or do you say he died in battle and he's a war hero? All of that for that? Yeah. I would say, because I think the dad is so committed to the army... He, probably, he understands how the army works <laughs> yeah. in Jack's head. He understands how Jack's head's army works. Right, he knows He knows what goes on. He yeah. knows He knows his son as well. He knows he was the camp bitch. I would say, yes, sir, he was the camp bitch. <laughs> and then the dad would silently get up and take a shit on his own son's coffin because <laughs> he's so disgusted at him being the camp bitch. What would you do, Stevie? I'd do exactly the same. Would you? You'd I'd say, him. yeah, he was the camp bitch. I shat, I shat in his food. Occasionally, I pissed on his bed. And my only regret is I didn't do it more. <laughs> he should have shot himself sooner. Wouldn't you, wouldn't, you want, wouldn't you want him to be remembered as a war hero? What the fuck is this story, Jack? <laughs> is, is this it? is so much better than everyone on Icebreaker. I'm so... I'm so <laughs> Can we next time just write our own moral dilemmas rather than do this? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'd, what would you do, Jack, in, in your mental story? I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd say I'd say I'll say he's a war hero. He died in battle, and then the dad would take the casket. He'd open the casket and notice that the gunshot. There's only an exit wound for his head because the entry wound's in his mouth, and he'd say, "I know he killed himself." And I go, "No, it ricocheted off a stone." And then what? <laughs> And he was going, ah, die with his mouth open, die, okay, and that's when the bullet came and went up. So he killed loads of terrorists and was well good at it. And then what would the dad say? He'd go, fair enough, I believe you, son. And they'd salute Oh, him. and then you're his son out of nowhere. <laughs> you can be my new son. No, they're brothers as well. <laughs> Forgot that detail at the beginning. Ah, so good. And then what would you do? Moonwalk out to superstition? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would. That was the best one. Yeah, okay, yeah, no, I, really I, good story. Though. I'd be yeah. honest. Yeah. That was a BBC drama I watched years ago called Accused. Was it? Yeah, that, and that is the story that happens in it. And then the guy gets the moral dilemma at the end and goes up to the dad. Oh, what does he do? He, he he keeps going, he died in battle. He died in battle. And the dad's like, there's no fucking exit. There's only an exit win. I know he didn't die in battle. And he, and he pulls him outside and he goes, look at me in the eye right now and tell me what's the truth. And he looks at him and that's really long. And 
drawn out, and then he goes, he died in battle. And he walks off. Oh, he looked at him really yes. long and drawn out. He was a bitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I shat this dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I yeah. love that, that whole thing. Why did that randomly come to your head? Because there's a moral dilemma in it. It's all, it's all a series about moral dilemma. That, my, my, my <laughs> I can't speak. Moral, <laughs> it's a series about moral dilemmas. And yeah. um, that's why. Mackenzie Crook's in it. He plays the sergeant who's a bastard. Oh. All right. Yeah, I like that one. That was better than all the others. Yeah, yeah, that was good. They should make a film out of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm happy to direct that. Okay. Yeah, I'll be in it. Uh, we can leave it there if you like. That one about the two people swimming. The dilemma is actually meant to be that you can choose to save either your daughter or the niece. Oh, is it? I presume that was what it was going to be. You, oh, you read it in the car. How have you not? Oh, did I read it wrong? And it says your daughter's a really good swimmer. The niece isn't a very good swimmer, but obviously there's still a chance your daughter might not survive. Okay. Oh, so would you save your daughter or the niece? Yeah, that was. The, I thought you were just changing it to make it funny. Obviously, you go daughter every day, wouldn't you? Yeah, I've been that good as swimmers. Yeah, never do it. Yeah, yeah, because one's your kid, one's not. Yeah, it depends yeah. which niece. Isn't it? Yeah, there we go. We'd kill a kid. What, oh, uh, what was that? I, I didn't think we were recording then. Yeah, we are. We are recording. <laughs> Oh, Jack couldn't actually record. Uh, I, don't Jack know couldn't... When, I don't know when this podcast is on. Not are we, are we in the pub? Jack couldn't read. Oh, let's go to the pub. This has been moral dilemmas. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed it. Do tweet in and let us know what you do. You want? Um, <laughs> Thanks for all the editing, Katie. I hope you had a lot of fun with this episode. Katie's now got got a week off. So if if the, if the quality and um, audio goes down, that's because I've I've got Fiona to do it. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Right, Robbie. Do you want yeah. to go pub? Please. Stevie, do you want to go pub? Oh, such a moral dilemma. Yeah, I think I will. <laughs> okay, there we go. This has been Jack Mate's Happy Hour podcast, Moral Dilemmas. What would you do? Do the, uh, what was the under mad moral dilemma? Emma, Emma, A, 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 Moral dilemma. See you in a few days. Emma, days, days, Stevie's blind. Jackmate's Happy Hour. Jackmate's Happy Hour is a Stack Production.